The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. This is our, our house, house of snacks. snacks. Um, oh, I kind of thought that there would be like a brought to you by. Um, yeah, I was trying to disrupt it, but then it just didn't come. It didn't. It didn't come. Is he gone? Is. Let's say something that he would find objectionable. Uh huh. Because if he's gone, you know what I mean. Like if he's here, he'll he'll show himself. Right, right, right. What what do you think would like be like really objectionable to like a billionaire like him? Um uh money? That shit sucks. It is impossible to make a billion dollars without stealing it from a laborer. That's true. Capitalism more like capitalism. Okay. I don't know why and maybe we will have to figure out lore reasons why, but Stephen Smallzalu is not here today. It's it's we, he's not here. We can say it smells a lot, right? It smells a lot. It smells a lot. Um um, uh, how are you well, how are you doing today? I mean, this is it's weird like that I'm day. more nervous Stephen's, now. I mean, yeah, it's a little, <laughs> you know, it's like certainty of a bad thing is is almost better than uncertainty of a it's bad it's thing. it's it's like you know you know you're near the end the end of the second act of the horror movie and you think mm-hmm. and the protagonist thinks like oh shit I did it and then you look at the running time and you're like ah fuck that's yeah. for sure they, they did it. not do it they did not do it that's, uh, they, that's the zone we're in right now that's the zone we're in right now and it's really making me fucking nervous yeah. but uh otherwise i'm having a good week that's good i'm wearing a patently ridiculous outfit right now what you wearing i'm wearing my evangelion uh sweatpants mm-hmm. and my evangelion crop top nice uh, because later today I will be going to see the uh, the final rebuild of Evangelion in oh, theaters. Oh, that's fun. 
yeah, so I decided I'm gonna, I'm even gonna like, I might per put on some like purple eyeshadow after the recording. Um, really, really get myself made up to uh, to greet the end of uh, the final, final end of Evangelion. Wow. This will only be the second time I've seen the movie. And I'm seeing it in theaters. I'm very excited about it. That's very exciting. It's very exciting. I, you know, Evangelion is a very important thing to me, which I know you know. I do. I've, I've heard that about you before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how are you doing today? Uh, you know, I earlier in the week, I like had some kind of spasm in my back. It was very, very painful for several days. And yeah. Then, then as soon as I got over that, I slept bad and fucked up my shoulder. And so I'm just kind of still in horrible pain. And then I cool. worked a day where I had to <laughs> I had to set up shells for a choir show that was exclude all shoulder action. So like I was starting to feel better, but I couldn't turn down the money. And yeah. So I just kind of re-injured myself for a fee. That sucks. That yeah, sucks a lot. It does. And I'm in pain. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm prangling through. Prangling? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, you know, it's it's it can be sometimes kind of hard to say no to you know, money for yeah, it's true. Doing a bad thing. Hey, can I do a little mini snack review before we get onto the main event? I would love snack? for you to do a little mini snack review before we get onto the main event. The, I this is a snack that I've been curious about for a while. I always see it in the store, and I'm like, how how, how could they possibly pull this off? Uh -huh. uh, what I'm talking about here is canned boba, uh, canned bubble tea. Interesting. I've always been curious because I do enjoy boba. But I, I've been skeptical as to how the actual, you know, tapioca pearls could be in, in, enjoyed in a canned environment. Uh-huh. And it, I, so I, I saw a can at Five Below. Pocus was the brand. The tea itself was delicious. It was taro-flavored. It was exactly what I wanted in a canned tea. I finally get down to those little boba balls, and it was so vile. Where, forget the delightful kind of chewy texture of real boba you'd get at, like, a tea shop. This this was like grapes. These were they were like that's full, weird. Like fully the exact texture of grapes, but tiny. Okay, okay. Uh, and it was horrible, and it okay. ruined the tea that was very wow. good up until the bottom of the can when the boba finally actually started coming into my mouth. I'm not actually a big fan of boba tea in general, so I don't think that'd be any better. But um, that does sound very unpleasant. Now, right. so if you're skeptical skeptical about canned boba, follow that. Continue instinct. to be. <laughs> yeah. Now, this does remind me of something. Yeah, obviously, we record on a little bit of a, we have a little bit of a delay, and so I didn't, I hadn't been able to listen to the last few episodes until they actually uh, came out. We didn't get them back from, from Tony Cuts. And have you listened to the recent episodes? I, I have not. So, you know those snack descriptions that like, you know, they come into your body and you say them and mm -hmm. they're like really horny and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's Tony who's responsible for this. I have a feeling I know who's responsible for this, but those have not been making it into the episode. What and the hell? I am just now being made aware of this. What the heck? Uh, yeah. Um, what was in that space? Did they just, did it just cuts from us saying, let's hear a description to us talking, or what, what happens? Nope. Um, star of. I actually don't know if he's ever done theater work, but definitely screen. Kevin Sorbo oh. came in and did a snack description. Huh. 
in which he said some pretty controversial things. As he tends to do. I've seen his tweets. Yeah, the man's... um. If, you, if, if people aren't familiar, Kevin Sorbo's a bit of a right-wing nut. A bit of a right-wing nut job. Um, I will say, you know, I'm all about giving um, a talented, if awful people, their flowers, if... Um, if, yeah, he was if good need at they be in God's not dead. As in they, God's not professor. dead, as the fucking like like satanic <laughs> fucking evil atheist. Yeah. evil atheist professor, like the guy from all the copy pastas, who's you know like uh, oh if God's not re- if God is real, then may He strike me down for where I stand. And yeah. then uh, the marine comes up and punches him in the mouth, and he's like, <laughs> God sent me. It's literally <laughs> that. Okay. Please sign up for our Patreon, first of all, so that we can make up the bath that we took last week from DraftKings. Uh, We just fucking, we were murdered by that. But also so that we can do an episode of David Armalite Rifle White on the God's Not Dead movie, all four of them. The Um, trilogy, as the alien box set would insist as a word. I mean, I think it, at this point it's a series because I, I imagine Five's on the way. Five's got to be on the way, right? <laughs> the fucking Ray Wise is incredible in the second one. True, true. Oh, my God. I, I mean, like, every time I tell people about that, they're like, oh, I love Ray Wise. And I'm like, you're missing a classic Ray Wise performance <laughs> if you're not watching God's Not Dead 2. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. like, he's deep being peak Ray Wise <laughs> in a piece of fundamentalist Christian propaganda. You gotta watch it. Anyway, now that I've stopped giving Kevin Sorbo his flower or his flowers, um, I really don't appreciate that he is coming in here and doing our snack descriptions with right wing propaganda. He's just been openly doing that. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I, I'll say right now that we disavow anything said in those snack descriptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than the straight factual. Uh, descriptions of snacks, because I, I do believe he is still doing that. Okay, well, that's something, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, take it away, Kevin. Oh, no. Peanut Butter M&M's, a creamy, chocolatey treat from the Mars Corporation. There's six colors of M&M's in these packages. That's four more genders than there are. Just so... So, um, as, um, Hercules has just let you know, mm-hmm. we have peanut butter M&M's. P-B-M-M. There's a few things about my package that I would like to comment on. Yeah, I was about to bring that up if you weren't going to, because you got a different package than me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd like to hear about your package first, if that's okay, then. Oh, well, you just, I know, you got the big boy. Oh. Okay. And, I, and I got the little boy. <laughs> And is there anything particular about your little boy? Uh, well, it's got the red M&M, and he, uh, he sort of has like a peanut butter pompadour on his head. A pompadour okay. made of peanut butter. So um, mine is the share size, which is just what I found at Five Below. The size ca- catering to the singer's share. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's got a big appetite for M&Ms. Which is ironic, because it has the yellow M&M, and he has the iconic makeup from the cover of the David Bowie album, Aladdin Sane. Yes. And then it also has a QR code on it that says, David Bowie, Aladdin Sane, learn more. As if there are people who are learning about David Bowie from this package of... 
I mean, Gen Zers, maybe. I mean, I guess as millennials, we're already old enough to not have experienced Aladdin saying new, but. Yeah, yeah. So I've just followed this QR code. Yeah. And what the fuck? It just goes to (laughs) Eminems.com. There's nothing to do with Aladdin Sane by David Bowie. There's no information about that awful man. (laughs) Yeah, awful man who, let's face it, made some great tunes. (laughs) Awful man. One of my favorite musical artists of all time. He's a piece of shit. I hope he's He's a big piece of shit. Now, I think part of the reason why maybe it just went to mms.com is because... Old bag. This could be an old bag situation. Yeah, we got a best before 12, 2022 on the back of the bag. So, uh... Yeah, M&Ms aren't usually that close to their expiration date. No, they are not. (laughs) Mine's best before June 2023. Great, 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 great. So this is literally, like, I am not experiencing these at their best, according to the bag. But... I think but it'll be only fine. Freshly not at their best. <laughs> freshly not at their best. It, it is the 11th of December. Yep. Um, do you remember the, the 11th, 11th night December. of December? <laughs> uh, no, because it hasn't happened yet. This is my first one. I've never experienced this day before. I usually skip it. Yeah, you did. I, I do remember trying to like schedule something with you last year, and you were just... I texted Casey, and Casey literally said that you were just like catatonic the whole day. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of, just kind of, just exit this plane for the day usually. But I decided to f- figure out what the day was all about today. Okay, okay. Well, um, do you want to you want to get into these? Yeah. Have you had these before? I don't think I have. Okay. I'm not I... generally a pita butter person, though. Yeah, that's fair. I have had these before because I. Even before this show, if I saw a unique or novel M&M flavor that I hadn't had, I would always explore it. So I've have uh-huh. I've, I've have had these before. You've you have have had have have have. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Okay, um, I'm gonna pop a couple in my mouth. Same here. I'm starting with a green one. Not that it matters. I have red and yellow. The old ketchup and mustard. Okay. Better than peanut. But wrong, wrong as hell. So couldn't be okay. more wrong. <laughs> Okay. But you know me. I'm a, I, peanut M&M is my favorite M&M. Peanut M&Ms are made with like peanuts that are like, like those are like horse food grade peanuts. I don't agree like, with that. I don't agree with that. That is not, that is the official position of Lilith, not of Diet Coke and Lilith Sassa Snacks. At least like there's some like, you know, they, they, because it's peanut butter, it's very clearly a pretty sweet peanut butter. Yeah. Um, and um, so it doesn't have that unpleasant texture of like horse food. Um, that peanut M and M's have slander. It's a delightful crunch in peanut M and M's. It's not even a delightful crunch. It's like a it it, it they're like waxy. They're bad. Oh, I, that that is not my experience in the slightest. Um, these are definitely better than uh than peanut peanut M and M's. There's still not an M M&M and M I'm crazy about. I'm, I'm just... not crazy about them either. I I'll tell you my problem with these. Hmm. I don't think there's enough chocolate to like enjoy the kind of flavor combo. Yeah. And so to yeah. me, these are just kind of shittier Reese's pieces. Yeah. And if I want a little crunchy peanut butter treat in a candy shell, mm-hmm. I- I'm reaching for Reese's over these every time. Yeah, because these are fundamentally, they are just Reese's pieces. Well, no, because Reese's pieces doesn't have any chocolate in them. No, they don't? They don't. Reese's, the peanut butter cups are, you get that nice ratio, but in the Reese's pieces are just straight peanut butter. Oh, 
I didn't even know that. And see these, it's got a little ring of chocolate, which to me, you don't really taste it. It just kind of dilutes the peanut butter taste. That's why that that's why I enjoy the Reese's Pieces better. Okay. Um, it's a pretty easy, like, it's pretty easy for me to just rate these. So it's a wooden buy, wooden eat. It's a wooden buy, wood eat. I do. They're not bad. I don't dislike them. The I do like. I will admit the texture of these is really nice and creamy and smooth in a way that I enjoy. Okay. I love it yeah. when the candy creams in my mouth. <sighs> but I'm just they're 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 I'm not I, unlike Lily. I don't I don't agree that these are better than peanut M and M's. If I want if I want some kind of peanut M and M treat, I'm gonna reach for peanut M and M's. And if I want a peanut butter treat, I'm gonna reach for the Reese's. These are just kind of in a, in the dead zone in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I can I can understand that. Um. Some people really go nuts. We're, we're I, I don't know if you've encountered people like this, but there's there's people at home right now screaming, "Diet Coke's a fucking idiot!" Yeah, because there are a lot of people who feel very firmly that these are like the next evolution above Reese's Pieces. And yeah, I, I do, I do. There, there's no chocolate anywhere in the bag of a Reese's Pieces bag. Nowhere in the bag. You're sure. I mean, it may be like incidentally because they are produced in the factory that produces chocolate, but I can guarantee you there is no intentional chocolate in a Reese's Pieces bag. This is my promise to you. That's the Diet Coke promise that you can you can you can bet on that. I'm not somebody who eats a lot of Reese's Pieces. Peanut butter candy. Well, yeah, just call no. me E.T. The way I love Reese's Pieces. Okay, that is very interesting. A lot of people think they are, and you're not alone in this, Lily. But they are a pure peanut butter treat. PPBT. Yeah, I thought maybe like the orange ones would just be like peanut butter and then the <laughs> like brown ones. Maybe <laughs> yeah, had yeah, some chocolate. That makes sense. And yet, it is not the case. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but I feel like weird, like I didn't realize this about myself, but I'm not actually that <laughs> learned in snack. Well, that's, I mean, the, to be fair, that's a that's a common misconception about Reese's Pieces, I would say. Yeah. It's just, it is surprising. It is, it is though, it is a very sweet peanut butter. So I think that's probably where a lot of the misconception comes from. A sweet nut butter, if Uh, you will. Because, because like your peanut butter off the shelf, just like the peanut butter that's in these Reese's is nowhere near as sweet. Like they, they sugar the shit out of this peanut butter. Unless you listen to those damn health nuts who want you to get the peanut butter where you stir with a spoon. You ever listen to those people talk about normal peanut butter? I don't listen to health nuts. Yeah, and nor should you. I, they piss me off when they're like, oh, you eat Jif? That's basically candy. That's what they sound like. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with, with Matt Noise Space about like when we set up our like um, the iTunes categories that this uh, podcast is in. I know we're like primarily a comedy show, and then like underneath that, I think we put in like health and nutrition and then like sexuality or something like <laughs> yeah, that. that makes sense. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Honestly, all three of those are accurate. <laughs> <laughs> all three of those topics come up on almost every episode of House of Snacks. We had an episode where we did make some kind of cum joke. Frank, yeah, frankly, yeah. I'm, I would say at, this, at a certain point, we're going to reach the level where more than half of our episodes have piss slut jokes. <laughs> Oh my god um what you know what i'm re- i'm just realizing what's that um this is going to be the first episode of house of snacks that comes out after the release of avatar the way of water oh wow 
So the the Pistolet program has been implemented, presumably. The Pistolet program has been implemented. As we all saw, there was the Jimmy Fallon interview where um, James Cameron said that he was going to be doing this. Um, I can li- I'll link that in the description of this episode. Do you sometimes think this show is impossible to listen to for new listeners? Yeah, yeah, no. My girlfriend's been like getting getting into the show, and and she's been like, no, I like I, I you tell me what you're talking about in like current episodes and like like i know i need to start from the beginning and like <laughs> go forward this is um, this is this is, pre- this is a prestige podcast it, re- it yeah. rewards listening all the way through um um and i i which which like like i feel like you know i wanted to make a light-hearted snack show because my other show ghost puncher core demands that you listen to it in in narrative order because it is a narrative order but i i somehow can't resist fucking narrative i don't know what I mean, it is I, about I'm me partially to blame because i too yeah. can't resist narrative um, yeah we should we should just like put it put out a company-wide memo uh, through the house of snacks that like yeah uh, everybody when you when you're a character who's not one of us on the show just yeah just, just speak a few lines of exposition at the start of every appearance uh-huh yeah right 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 speaking style, of you know? Of characters who aren't on the show, uh, Kevin Sorbo, do you want to give us the next uh, the next description yeah, of our snack? Bring us in, bud. Fuck. Salted caramel Twix, beautiful shortbread covered with a delectable salted caramel under a luscious chocolate coating. If you're left-handed, you're not getting into my god's heaven. Okay, well, Kevin, that's. Well, we don't agree that with a single sucks. thing you said. We find it reprehensible, and uh, we I mean, to- Other than the matter-of-fact description of Twix salted caramel, that part you got right. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the kind of thing you spiraled off into after that, reprehensible. Yeah, reprehensible. Really um, awful. I hope you die. Um, um, wow. Uh, I do, too. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you always say caramel? Caramel, caramel. I'm I not, feel like this is not. I'm not trying to. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to roast either way. I'm just trying to get you on record. Here. I feel like it might even. It might have something to do with like how my day's going because caramel is easy is faster to get through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm always fascinated because it's it's a you know from me talking about it with people from I've heard other podcasts have conversations about this. I can uh-huh. find no clear line. It's like not it's not regional. It's not like uh, connected to your parent. Like I can't figure out why people pronounce this word differently because it uh-huh. it, it seems completely random. I think I usually say caramel. I always say caramel. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Tony Cuts, the resident editor for Diet Coke and Lewis House of Snacks. I like cutting audio and I like cutting cold cut sandwiches. I got a little email here from uh, little miss, uh, what's her name, Pepsi Free. Uh, A couple things she wanted me to make sure got said on the show. So I'm just going to read this for you, okay? Hey Tony, sorry to do this to you again, but I need to issue a correction for the latest episode I sent. As I was getting the raw audio, fun fact, editors call that radio, little uh, editor lingo for you. As I was getting the radio ready to send to you, I noticed that in the episode, I tell the listener that I always say caramel. But in an earlier moment that's not part of the show, I actually did say caramel. 
I, I guess those are supposed to be different. It's, she just wrote them down. I feel just terrible about misleading the audience, and in the interest of transparency, I wanted to make sure the full truth got out. While my own skills as an editor are no match for yours, oh, that's sweet of you to say. I've lost the email, hold on. Uh, no match for yours, sweet of you to say, thank you very much. I didn't think it was right that you should have to do extra work because of my mistake, so I cut together this little expose. If you could drop it into the episode, that would be great. Right, we got a little attached wave file here. Let's see what this is about. Okay, we didn't actually d- decide which one was gonna be first, so what is it gonna be? Well, we got PBM&Ms and salted caramels. I always say caramel. Salted caramels? I always say caramel. Caramels? I always say caramel. Caramels? I always say caramel. Caramel. Okay then. I don't know that she needed to do all that. Seems a bit strong. Doesn't really uh, seem like a big deal, but uh, hey, she really wanted you to know she says caramel different sometimes. Anyway, she goes on to say in the email, also, there's a few bits of lore that new listeners may not be caught up on. So if you could just cut in yourself explaining the following points, that would be great. And then there's like a list here with the little, uh, what do you call them? Not bullets. Uh, dashes, I guess is just the word. Uh, anyway, here we go. Here's the lore bit, so pay attention, kids. The House of Snacks is a literal, real place. There is a race of demons called Snack Keepers who live in an alternate dimension called the Snack Dimension. A disease called Pixie Dust Lung is endemic to this dimension. Only 10% of Snack Keepers born with natural immunity to the disease can survive being in the Snack Dimension. Excuse me, my my little kitty cat here. She keeps going after the microphone. Little Cannoli, that's her name. Uh, Anyway, where was I? A particular Snack Keeper named the Snack Keeper uh, used to close out the show. Cannoli, come on, what are you doing over here? But then they died and they vomited an egg which hatched into a perfect genetic clone uh, except for the fact that they are not, the clone is not immune to pixie dust lung, and so they are condemned to live in the human dimension. Hey, Kanoli, that's enough. Uh, their name, the clone's name, is Snack Keeper Jr., aka Skeege. Uh, aka SKJ, aka Skeege, I should say. Uh, the Snack Dimension has a naturally occurring lube, which is significantly more effective than the lube in our dimension. They simply call it Sex Goo. Every December 25th, they have a massive orgy to celebrate the day the sex school was discovered. Uh, also, on a previous uh, episode, Lilith needed to take a very long... She needed to urinate, okay? I, you know, these girls, I love them. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be, uh, tell them how to live their lives or anything. I wouldn't want to, I, I would never do that. But, uh, they, they, they can be gross sometimes, you know? I... I'm not a prude over here. I, I, I can be quite adventurous, but uh, did, did we need to know she was taking a long piss? Couldn't we just say she was away? I don't know. Anyway, there was an episode where I guess she was uh, peeing for a long time, and so she created a robot named Lilith 2.0 to host in her steed. Uh, when the ro- And then when that robot turned evil, Diet Coke seemingly killed it. Uh, she puts seemingly in all caps. I don't really know what's going on there. Uh, that's the end of the list. Diet Coke goes on to say one last thing. Thank you for letting me borrow my blue heaven. 
let me know when's a good time to get that tape back to you. Oh, I gotta reply to this thing. Uh, thanks for everything. Emma, oh, I'm not supposed to read the real name, but it's, uh, she goes by whatever else on the podcast, I forget. Uh, so there you have it. You got your important lore. She, uh, says she doesn't say caramel, but I guess sometimes she says caramel. And, uh, My Blue Heaven, it's a good movie. Check it out. Nora Ephron wrote the thing before she got into directing. Uh, did the research with, uh, what's his name? Pelleggi. Same, same as Scorsese about Henry Hill. But hers is a comedy. It's crazy, right? Anyway, you all have a great time. I hope this was, uh, informative and helpful for all of you. And, uh, don't forget, uh, you know, wash your hands, okay? I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very, I'm curious to see as to how, if these are going to be even noticeably different than a regular Twix, because a regular Twix already has regular caramel. Yeah, so they're really going to need to hit the salt pretty good yeah. for it to be, like, noticeable. And for um, this one, I do have the share size, so I can I can eat a, a, a portion that will make me believe in life after love. Fuck. <laughs> uh yeah and mine uh doesn't expire until august of next year so yeah. great Let's see when mine expires uh i've got august of next year as well wow twinsies hey twinsies oh <laughs> we're best friends best and we can't friends be we can't be twins. torn apart um <laughs> even by billionaires who try to ruin our show that's true um i got one of these out here now twix seems Hell bent on making their candy look turd like. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to say it because I was like, is this just me or does this look more turd like than a normal candy bar? I'm trying to think of another candy that j- j- looks quite as turd like. Maybe Butterfinger? What's the one they use in Caddyshack? It's a is it is it it's a baby Ruth, I think. I think it's a baby Ruth. Oh yeah, baby the, baby Ruth. Yeah. Baby Ruth, yeah, would also look pretty turd like. I don't think Butterfingers look turd like at all, actually. Aren't they like too flat? Um, I seem to remember them having some texturing, but maybe I'm I might be wrong. It's been a while since I Butterfinger, it you know, I always talk about like a uh, candy that sticks unpleasantly to your teeth. There's no no better. Yeah, butter <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a Butterfinger right now. It does not look turd like really at all. It's very smooth and very flat. Um, but you're right. There is no better t- tongue t- tongue and teeth sticker, tongue. Yeah. Teeth sticker than a Butterfinger. I gotta disagree with you. There's a lot of texturing on this Butterfinger that I'm looking at. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Wikipedia. I just looked at uh, a Google image search. I'm just gonna drop it in in Green Room. I'll drop uh, I'll drop mine in Green Room as well. Yeah, see that has a little more texturing than this, but that's like a publicity photo. Let me show you the 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 real shit from oh, Wikipedia. The real shit, which ironically doesn't look like a real shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm I I actually have the image that you're trying to send me in front of me right now. Uh-huh. It, that is very smooth. It is very right. smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um anyway. And, wow. Is this a high resolution image? <laughs> I think I think Baby Ruth or is it called Baby Ruth or is it just called Babe Ruth? No, it's called Baby Ruth. Okay, I think that might be yeah, that looked like a shit. <laughs> that looks like that looks like a, a a nasty turd that was like hard to push out. That's a, that's a turd after you just ate some corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a corn turd. Um, <laughs> this is more of a, a cat turd. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, now that we've made a lot of really pleasant uh, 
Turd Talk. Associations so with our new segment, the food. Turd Talk. <laughs> turd Talk. Welcome to Turd Talk. Uh, <laughs> It's it's like TED Talks, but it's actually more enriching to society than most TED Talks. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, shall we? Yeah. Now, Twix has let us down in the past. I feel like Twix was a real fave as a kid, but not so much yeah. as an adult. But let's... Well, we've only done that, that what was it, the, the cookies and cream? Yeah. Twix. Which yeah. I did like when I had the fun size, weirdly enough. Yes. But, um... Yeah. But we both have the full size right now. Yeah, yeah. So... Let's see how it goes. Yeah, here we go. So, texturally, I can feel little salt crunches in there. Yes, I had to like hunt for them though. But it, yeah, and it's and it doesn't taste much different from a regular twist, like like, like at all, like almost at all. Yeah, I getting little hints of salt in tiny pockets, teeny tiny little hints of salt, but for the most part, it does just kind of taste like a uh, a regular Twix. Mm-hmm. I will say. The little bits of salt are nice. I do like it. Mm-hmm. So I guess it is slightly better than a normal Tix, but it's it's barely noticeable. Mm-hmm. My second bite was a little saltier. Yeah. I'm going to take a second bite now. Not that much, though. Yeah. Not bad, honestly. Yeah. If I was in charge of Twix, yeah. I wouldn't push this as Twix salted caramel. I would just be like, this is the new and improved Twix formula. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a slight improvement, but... It's it's it is a it's barely it's barely noticeable difference. And if I were to then make a salted caramel, I would hit that salt so much harder. Yeah. Yeah, this, this it's it's a slight improvement on Twix, but um I it's nothing to write home about. I guess I would call this a would buy would eat though because like I will I <laughs> I'm certain she wasn't gasping at this. She was probably gasping at something else she must have been. Uh-huh. But when uh-huh. I said it's a wood by wood eat, I heard from downstairs, <gasps> which is just very I mean, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it is because I do like a Twix, and this is just a slight improvement on Twix. Yeah. So if I have both on the shelf, then I'm going for this. It's a wood by wood eat on a technicality. I would say though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if only, if only, just like it feels like they made regular Twix worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a weird way, they just like they made they made us realize that a regular Twix could what be a little Twix better. What Twix was missing? Yeah, um, yeah, and like that is the thing is that Twix has never been a great candy bar. It was a fave of mine as a kid, but like as an adult, it was just not quite yeah. there. The Twix ice cream bars are really good, though. I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a wouldn't buy would eat. Fair. I'm always a, I'm almost always going for some other kind of candy bar. Uh, caramel is not my favorite kind of uh, candy to hit. Me neither, um, but I love that cookie crunch. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do like that co- cookie crunch. Yeah, that's uh, that's really. Um... Oh my god, was that? Is there a knock at the door? Oh, maybe. Um, can you can you go? Yeah, yeah. Can you go? Let me go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Oh, oh Jesus! Uh, hey, uh, hey there. Uh, hey, dude. Hey, it is me, Stephen Smalltalu. Yeah. Uh, I've we shit. We thought you were gone. No, uh, I had a um. There was an accident at one of my other bu- uh businesses. What? Um. What other business? Well, 
I should let you know that this is not my only podcasting venture. I mean that, yeah, I guess. Um, but um, I shouldn't be telling you this, and please redact it from the podcast. Of but course, um, we're not, we're not gonna do that, right, Lily? We're, we're not. Yeah. No, no, we're not. We're not gonna fucking do that. Whatever. What's your other Fuck podcast? Tony, don't fuck. Anyway, um, one of the Paul Shears, uh, one of the Paul Shear models, uh, from How Did This Get Made, uh, detonated and uh, killed like three people. What do you? What? Uh, what? Paul Shears, yeah, a rope, a robot. Uh, self, we're working on self-driving technology, but he's currently being piloted by um, a team of a team of engineers. Was this and, always uh, true, or w- was there a human Paul Shear at any point, and then you made the mech to kind of replace him, or? Has Paul Shear always been a a, 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 a a meet Dave situation? Um. Um. Okay. Paul so, Shear in Meet Dave, I think. I think he was cut out of Meet Dave. I think he played the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. So what was the? There was like the sketch thing that he was in. Human Giant. Human Giant. Human Giant was regular human Paul Shear. Okay. But once he got into uh, podcasts. Um, podcasting has all been Mecca Sheer. Um, whoa, Does... Children's Hospital that was Mecca Sheer. What about June? Does she think? Does she know? I mean, she must if the if the mech is exploding sometimes. No, the mech didn't explode anywhere near June. June is fine. Okay. Uh, Jason Manzukis is fine. He's still doing the, he's still got his, his pipes for the Duncan ads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing great. He's doing great. Um, no, but Mecha Shear did explode and kill three children. So, oh, uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah. So you, that sounds like you should still be over fires. there kind of putting out those. No, fires. no, 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 no. I mean, I, we're, you know, we, we, we pay, we replace the children with mechs. Um, oh, problem solved then. We've, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we've we we have released a new it, it's an improvement it's an improvement on on this sh- on that shear. Um Okay. We we so we, we did it this You're day. welcome. Why are we welcome? I assume I mean do you do you like the works of Paul Shear? I don't you know, I don't you know. <laughs> I have a lot of friends to do. I'm not trying to start anything. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I, I think, weirdly, I think Human Giant was about the last time I kind of thought he was funny. Um, so yeah, sorry, I, I got to agree. I, I actually did like Children's Hospital. Oh, it you know it does kind of, yeah. you know, uh, it just kind of bummed me out to hear that he was a mech for that. But um, Well, but know. also that, you know, there were a lot of other people on that show who presumably yeah. were humans, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't turn any of them into mechs, right? Yeah, is Rob uh, a mech? Oh, Hubel's always been a mech. Oh, even for Human Giant. <laughs> Hubel has always been a mech. Okay. Hubel, Hubel was actually like 1.0. Cordry, we actually have been trying to mechanize Cordry for a while, but we can't nail it. Okay, well, that, that makes sense to me, weirdly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Sarah, though, who does the PA announcements on Children's Hospital, not everybody knows that. Was he a mech? Michael Sarah, like the uh, Juno guy? Yeah. Uh no 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 we we can't we can you imagine the the kind of tiny like uh, armatures that we'd have to build to to make a mechanized Michael Sarah yes it'd be like toothpicks <laughs> the torque would tear itself apart you, that's, you have a point there I, I don't usually laugh and have a good time with you Stephen but you got a point there it's a good <laughs> yeah Stephen you're funny as fuck. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, well, we we raided both the snacks, so... Yeah. Are we good? Can we just bring Skeej in? Uh, yeah, and... and should we tell them, like, the ratings, or... Was there a sponsorship for this? Episode? I wasn't able to... Sorry. I just, you know, I was I was all tied up in sheer. You know how it is. Hey, um, Willie, Willie, if we whisper, Steve, we can't up? hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? What if, maybe if we can enact some sort of sabotage campaign against Mecha Sheer, that'll keep Steven busy, and he won't be able to fuck with us, you know? Oh, you know who I bet would be good at that? Who's that? Understood. I know just what to do. Anyway, Steven, um, yeah, we're ready to end the episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, is that, we got, are we cool? We're cool. We're cool. Oh, I think we're cool. I think we're cool. Um, by the way, we don't really appreciate the whole Kevin Sorbo thing. Just Yeah, we would love it <laughs> if that stopped. No, Kevin Sorbo is a buddy of mine. He's he's not going anywhere. That makes a lot uh, of sense. We suck each other off on the rag. Cut that out, by the way, Tony. Uh, please, please cut that out. Don't cut it, don't uh, but cut it, don't we, he, I have swallowed so much of that man's cum. Whoa. Uh, uh, yeah, that's cool, yeah. Dude. I tell you, God is not dead. Skeech, can he we is hear? surely alive in the back of Skeech. my throat. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey, Skeech. Oh, hey, um, hey, Steven. It's hey, Diet Coke. Tell you what, the vibes have just gotten really weird. So I would love it if you just throat coat. You know that that uh, that tea. It's like that, but with jizz. Oh, that. Yes, it's a wonderful feeling. That reminds me of what I'm missing this time of year. Oh yeah, the se- the sex I, it's orgy the, day. It's, it's my f- my first year in in decades where I you know for as far as my <sighs> memory is concerned, my first right de- right right year in decades that I won't be able to attend sex orgy day. I'm really sorry. Is there any way that we can, like, not that I want to participate, but is there any way that we could? Oh, no, like, it's not. Help. I don't think humans are really capable of of celebrating on the level that we uh, snack keepers, which are a subset species of demons, of course. Right, right. Uh, we, we really do adapt in a way that, that that humans, I think, just don't nail. You don't know any of the traditional sex gorgy day songs. You don't okay. Know the moves. It's, you know. It just it, it'll be different this year. Not not hearing Silent Night, Cummy Night, <laughs> not being able to turn on the radio and hear Grandpa got cuckolded by a reindeer. I saw Mommy getting Eiffel Towered by Daddy and Santa Claus. Uh, and and you know you turn on the TV and Miracle on 69th Street isn't there? I, it's a, it's a, I can't stand it. Carol uh-huh, of the balls. Uh-huh. That was my last one. I wanted to say. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I was I was also just gonna say, you know, the 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 Will Ferrell classic MILF. Uh, you know, a lot of people. That's that's it's not my favorite. I get why people like it, but uh, really, I just I find I find I find the titular MILF kind of annoying. That doesn't have the appeal of a real MILF. Okay, yeah, I I I actually I do fully I I fully agree that Zoe Deschanel was a little bit too young she to be was, playing yeah, she a was MILF. Twenties. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um. I mean that. This I'm sorry, but the scene where I always forget that guy's that for Game of Thrones is also an elf. Um, Cut this out, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. The scene where Peter Dinklage just eats Will Ferrell's ass. So yeah, that was that was that was pretty erotic. I did enjoy that's, that. That's cinema classic, yeah, right there. That's true. I do like that scene. <sighs> Anyway, shall I end the show? Yeah, 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 please, please do. Goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies.
The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. <laughs> Feels like your heart wasn't in that one. No, it wasn't. For more from the House of Snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X.